Hey there, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It is another episode of Not Too Taboo. I'm here with my lady love, my big boss, the woman that I live for, <laughs> Gretchen Christine Rossi. I love mornings like this because I just feel like so amazing when you talk like all rainbows and butterflies about me. Of course, my love. Plus, you, I'm staring at you, you know, across the, the table. Oh, yeah, don't even... Your, your, don't your, your crusty eyes from the late night. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if you if you had to see me like this every day, you might actually become a cheater, and that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. I'm, I'm completely attracted to you in the full green mask, <laughs> wearing your robe with your little hair up in a bow. Oh, like, that, that's the thing. I think listeners don't realize it sometimes because we're at Gretchen rolls in. She's got a <laughs> green face mask on. She's in her robe. She's got her hair all pulled up and she sits down and wants to have this serious conversation with me. And I'm just, I can't get over the fact that she looks like Mrs. Hulk. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Are you leaving that on all night long? Like what's happening? <laughs> okay. But wait, can we just talk about how freaking excited I am about today's podcast? Because you know, I am the ultimate, like ultimate Catch a cheater girl, right? It is. Like that, you is know. That, to clarify, that is today's topic, everyone. Just to clarify, <laughs> this is how to catch a cheater. Like you legit were scared when you first started dating me when I told you the stories of what I did to guys in I college. I was scared. Oh, you were scared. I was entertained. You I'm were, not scared because I have nothing to worry about because I do what I'm supposed to do. Well, good point. But you definitely thought in the back of your head, note to self, do not ever cheat on Gretchen because she, she will kick my ass. <laughs> well, no, you'll wreck someone's world. Yes, I totally will. So as a I'm, matter of fact, um, I can bet you that our guest yeah. will probably be taking notes. I know, right? Because I might be able to he teach has him to something. deliver information that may be not so positive back to his client. Oh my god! The client and then will say, "How do I get him back?" I'll have to tell that story one time, you guys. But I'm a Scorpio, and I'm the type of person where I um, don't get mad. I just I get revenge. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> and, ain't kidding. And and the thing is, is that, you know, the one of the biggest things that I hate more than anything is a cheater. And so I just really, really set these guys up in college to get busted big time. And I like had hidden cameras. All of my roommates were in, in it. Like I embarrassed this guy so bad that I think he's probably still has PTSD from yeah, He's still scarred. He's, <laughs> he's still, still scarred. scarred. So um, we are so excited today to introduce today's guest. Andy Kay is the owner and founder of Kay and Associates Investigations, which he established in 1992 in Los Angeles. And since then, Andy has become the go to investigator for Hollywood elites and Fortune 500 companies. Gretchen is out of her skin excited <laughs> about this topic. And I know that it's so interesting, right? Everything that goes on. And I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Yes. And, and I'm, we're assuming that if you have to hire Andy, your relationship's done. It's over, right? <laughs> right. Right. If you get to the point where you're actually hiring this guy, your your relationship is probably it's, doomed, it's right? Because yeah. isn't trust everything? I mean, that's it, it, it is everything, but here's the thing, in all fairness, let's let's have Andy tell us. Okay. Maybe because maybe you have a, a an overzealous spouse that's just really jealous and insecure and really nothing's going on. So there may be times he actually delivers positive news back to his client. That's true. It's not that's always true. bad news. So let's ask the expert. Really, I came and talked this word. Let's actually talk to Baba. <laughs> That's called okay. a Gretchenism, yes. Andy. Yes, it is. So yeah, let's ask the it. expert, Andy. Hi, Andy. Welcome. Yay. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> what is We're with good. the laughing? Andy, he always pushes <laughs> the wrong button on, you know, when, <laughs> on the board. Where's the clapping, Gretchen you does tool? Gretchenism, I, it's laughter. Yeah, but you are When you come a, into our show. Oh, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, no, that's not suck. the right button. This is Andy. You suck. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. Andy, good morning, my friend. Ending. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Hi, Andy. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, you guys. We appreciate you finding time in today to speak with us because no i'm looking forward to it it's no no problem at all you guys i have gretchen couldn't sleep because she was so excited to talk to you i know i'm really excited so andy (laughs) you have been on international cases and high profile cases um as lead investigator so tell us first how did you even get into this field um i went into it right out of college i went into law enforcement that's where i was looking at going into uh, law and uh got picked up out of college by one of the law enforcement groups. And from there, I, my politics wasn't exactly in line with where I ended up. So I went to work in a private corporation. And from there, my boss at that corporation was an ex-FBI agent. And he started his own PI company and he wanted me to come with him. So I did. From there, it got bigger than he wanted to. So I took it and ran with it. And here I am. Look at that. So like surveillance is in his blood. <laughs> yeah. Like really though, like as a young child, did you, did you find interest in this or like, how did, how did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Well, I really didn't, but I, I have so many different interests and hobbies that this actually comes into line with them all at some point. And, you know, I have other business interests. And so my diversity makes it so that I'm able to, you know, be kind of ahead of a lot of the other investigators in many different fields because of that. So it just evolved, really. Interesting. Because, by the way, I totally still feel like I miss my calling. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I feel like I knew when I was young that, like, I am a pro investigator. You're a cheater, though. I'm a, what does that mean? Well, you, Gretchen has like, and Gretchen has this like sixth sense that oh, yeah, like that's blow true. your brain. Like that's she true. always, you cannot. Like what's that TV show her? where the person like, oh, like they know because they have, um, what is it called? Like, like psycho, psychic psycho. abilities. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they like, the investigators go to that person to like find stuff out about like who murdered who. Like I swear I know stuff like this. It's really weird. It, it, she does kind of know stuff like this and it freaks me out, man. <laughs> so I don't. And you know what? I think you guys, everybody has a little bit of that ability if they kind of tune into it a little bit. You have to trust it at certain times. And then there's times when things happen and you kind of have to know when not to trust your your gut instincts. Um, so it's, yeah, every everybody that's good at this job has some of that to it, for sure. I, I'm a believer. So speaking of like your gut, so when, tell me how the process works. Like, is it typically, well, you, you've worked with a bunch of things. You've worked with companies, you've worked with individuals, you worked with, you know, speeding, uh, speeding. Law firms, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with cheating spouses is what I was trying to say. I couldn't get the word out. Um, speeding spouses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying it backwards. Wait, that's a Gretchenism. Wait, yeah, hold on. totally a Gretchenism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the board right for once. Yeah, because you would say funny things. I know where that button's. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, tell me like how it works. So somebody calls you up and are they like, my spouse is cheating and I need your help? Or like, how does that happen when it comes to like a, a cheating spouse? You know, it, it changes all the time, honestly. Um, well, we get a lot of calls in. It's like, hey, I just think something's up. Things have been a little weird lately. Um, they're they're doing this or, you know, they're they're taking their phone everywhere with them. They don't let it go. Spending a lot of time in the bathroom on the telephone all these different things. I mean, and he's coming home from work late, but 
like you guys were talking about earlier, it doesn't always mean the person's cheating. And I've had cases where it's like, oh, yeah, he's up to something. It turns out that it wasn't like that at all. Um, As a matter of fact, we have one case that I actually am very happy with is we had an older woman call us and she's in tears and she's, uh, you know, Asian. And so she was a little hard to understand when she was in tears because she didn't speak perfectly clear English. And I was talking to her every day while all this was going on. And her husband wasn't coming home when he said, and he was supposedly playing cards with some of his friends like he usually does. And then, you know, we find out he's not there is the first thing when Mm. he was supposed to be there. Mm. And so then we follow him a couple more times and, he was actually going to a dance studio and taking ballroom dance lessons. Oh. And what happened, it turned out that their 40th anniversary was coming up oh, and time. she was a dancer and he never could dance. Oh. And so he wanted to be able to dance with her That's the way she wanted awesome. to dance on their 40th anniversary. <laughs> and, you know, he was sneaking around to be able to do it for a long period of time. So when she found out, tell us her response. Like, what did she say? What happened? Well, when we figured out what was going on, we didn't want to spoil the surprise either. So so I was in kind of a situation with with a client where I didn't want, you know, when I have good news, which is not often, honestly, um, I didn't want to spoil the surprise. So I had one of my female investigators kind of talking and working with her a lot and saying, hey, it's possible he's doing something else. We're looking into it. Just stick mm-hmm. with us. We're going to do, we're going to keep doing this. We're not going to charge you any more money. Oh, that that's what I was going to so ask you. Let, I was going to ask you, did you end up continuing to charge it? And that's cool, Andy, that you didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, well, we weren't doing anything. We already knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, that goes to show what a good person you are and you're, you know, um, that you just are, what's the word am I looking for, baby? That he's just like, um, oh, look, I was getting coached right. by all my female investigators through this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they were on top of it. it. It actually ended up being quite the group effort in the end. Oh, so, okay. So then tell me this, because I'm really, I love the story right now. So I want to know this happy ending because most of these are not going to be, I'm sure. So um, when you found this all out, did you, did you, did she call you like after the fact, after she found out? Or wait, let me start with this question first. Did you... <laughs> talk to the husband like did you go talk to him and he told you or you like saw him doing this and then did you did you have to tell the husband that like she hired her private investigator like how did no. that whole you thing go you should see Gretchen's excitement no. in asking this question she's using her hands Andy <laughs> she's waving up and down in our room I'll tell you what it was so it, we were so lucky because at one point when we were talking she says our anniversary's coming up and and she started telling me the story and you know I I mean I spent a lot of time on the phone and so did two of my female investigators spent a lot of time on the phone with her. And so when we saw that he was taking dance lessons and he wasn't going up there to dance with anybody and you could tell he was actually taking dance lessons, um, we kind of put it together. And one of the girls actually says, no, look, I think this guy's taking dance lessons for their anniversary. And so so we kind of just put things on hold and said, you know, I think something's going on. I think he's got some business things he's handling and we're just going to keep an eye on him and I'm not going to charge you anymore for a while. Mm. And we just let it play out to the point of the anniversary. And then I called her afterwards and I said, yeah, we found out this time. This is why we stopped charging you. And Mm. I just called and let her know that we were, you know, congratulations on your anniversary and I hope everything worked out. And she was so thankful. She actually, uh, she sent a gift to one of my female investigators Aww. and I still hear from her periodically. 
Oh, I love that. See, I love now, that. That's the kind of story I want to hear about. That's oh awesome. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So, I mean, that's nice that you didn't have to like necessarily get involved with the husband and be like, so your wife hired because yeah. like that's awkward too because now at this point, think about it. Like now the husband knows that the wife's capable of like hiring the private investigator. Okay. Like, like, he's all feeling insecure now. Follow because, his yeah. ass. That's funny. Yeah, that's fantastic. See, and I love those stories. Yeah. But let's get into these yeah. rap bastards now. <laughs> We under no circumstances would go to him. And, and I mean, listen, it was thought about, but there's never a time that we can blow our, our Cover. client, you know, yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, thank so, you for sharing that. that yeah. That's super cool. Really cool story. So like, um, give us, give us an example of, well, you talked about all the signs, right? But so like, what kind of people actually cheat is like, is it a particular personality type? Would you say like, what are, what is somebody like that's engaged with somebody, meaning like they're dating somebody, they're smitten with somebody, like what would be telltale signs that you'd be like, mm, yeah, that might lead to a bad situation for you. Yeah, there's, um, you know, it varies. I mean, a lot of times people are married for decades and it happens and they don't know how it happened. And I think, you know, with men, a lot of times you end up, you know, they get older and then they start, you know, thinking, oh, I should go out and, you know, get this. <laughs> they have their little midlife crisis is going yeah. on. So, you know, as soon as he buys a Corvette. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like a Classic. huge that's a big red sign the corvette and the slick back <laughs> hair you're screwed <laughs> yeah, that's it it's done um but with women a lot of times they'll stay in a relationship that's not really been happy and you know the kids start getting older and moving out and then you know they start looking for affection places that they haven't gotten it so that's something that happens with women a lot um a lot of times at the beginning of relationships when they start evolving things get you know changing and you know some people are just cheaters it's yeah. just they're just not going to ever be yeah they're just not going to ever be anything but and i've had you know unfortunately i've had a few clients over the years uh, as repeats in that same kind of thing with the same person and it's just it's not going to change why are we why are we doing it you know save your money <laughs> i can yeah. tell you we're going to catch him. It's, yeah. We know it. You know it. You're calling me. Yeah. So, well, here's and and here's an interesting question. I think there's a stereotype out there. I think people automatically just assume that the guy's cheating on the girl. Mm-hmm. What What's the percentage, Andy? Is there a, a larger percentage of men versus women? Or is it really just that the women are most interested in it and they want to actually no, hire someone? W- women are better at it. Oh, better um, at cheating? Well, women yes. are smarter, Gretchen. <laughs> Good point. I'm glad you're <laughs> yes. smart enough to know that. <laughs> <laughs> smart but enough I'll, to say I'll, it in front I'll, of Andy. <laughs> the one the one number we do keep track of every year just kind of for fun. And uh, again, one of my female investigators started doing this, I guess, about seven years ago, is we take the percentage of our clients, male and female, and which ones were correct. And you know, where we caught where we caught the uh, spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, cheating. And women are always in the 90s, 90%. Yeah. yeah. And men are about 50-50. You know, it's either, you know, 45 to 55%. Interesting. And you guys straight up have your own fantasy football for cheating. <laughs> yeah. Legit. That's amazing. Straight up. Yeah. That's funny. But, you know, I do think that comes back to – they always say women's intuition. I think women's intuition is really, really strong, and I'm not sure why 
it's a, sometimes stronger for women than men, but I feel like that happens a lot with, with women, that our intuition normally is pretty spot on. Women are, are better at details. Um, yeah. Even like as witnesses, they'll recognize more facial details. Yeah. Uh, they, they pay attention to things guys don't. Guys are generality and they'll notice things that they're interested in. Yeah. Uh, you know, the guy could say, oh, yeah, I can tell you exactly what kind of car it was and what kind of gun it was, but... I think the guy was about yeah, somewhere between five and seven feet tall. And yeah, <laughs> five and seven. I think he might've been, he might've been white, you know, <laughs> he's either white or just had a dark tan. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, so. But if a hot girl walks by, they're like, details. If the, the, the hot girl walks by, they're like, and she had really great boobs and her oh, ass no, was no, great. No, no, no. And she was wearing a blue top with, with the thing that da, da, da. green eyes, yeah. tan skin, brunette, five, six, oh, double D with a 23 really? inch waist. Girl was wearing 23 inch waist just by eyesight. <laughs> and her name was it'll, Jessica. It'll be, there was a hot blonde with big boobs. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the description. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so funny. Um, let's see. Okay. And he's in LA and he looks right. He looks left. He goes, that's everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh Especially my gosh. if you're in, if you're anywhere near a plastic surgery. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. So Andy, what would you say, like, what would be the reasons behind somebody would want to hire a private investigator? Like, are they just trying to bust their spouse? Does it have more to do with like divorce situations and money? Like what, what is the typical cases that come to you? It's really all of the above. Um, and it fluctuates, but, uh, you know, obviously in divorce situations, you know, once a married woman finds out what's going on, then we go into, you know, okay, you need to start protecting your assets. Cause that's the other thing that happens with mm -hmm. cheaters. If they're married, it becomes not just cheating physically, it's economic cheating. They start using money for taking yeah. care of another person or multiple people mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, spending it for whatever hobbies and habits they have outside. They start moving money away. Mm -hmm. And so we get involved in a lot of that stuff too. So we start having our clients because obviously, you know, our clients are who we have to take care of it is protecting themselves and making sure they know where everything is. So we do a lot of, you know, backup asset searches and making sure that they're on everything. I mean, we've had wow. spouses that didn't know they were taken off of houses. So wow. that rhymed. That rhymed. It's so interesting to me because I don't think we've ever heard that term economic cheating but you yeah know, you I think I think, coined it I think you did and I yeah. think you should have you should have uh, uh, credit to that because I should have rights to that huh yeah. total rights you need to patent that totally copyright. yeah I'll share it with you guys handle that okay all right I'll take <laughs> you, care of it for you you know what Andy I think that's so interesting and I love that you offer that service because I think um I know some people personally that were in that exact situation and it was really sad to see that happen to them because it was happening right right below their noses and they had no idea and the m money was being moved and weird things were happening and they were taking off deeds or, you know, and it's like all of a sudden, you know, a marriage that had been, you know, 30 something years and all of a sudden the wife was like, I don't even know how, like, I, I don't even know if I can trust my husband. I, I feel like there's things that are being hidden. I feel like there's secret drawers in the house now that I never knew about before. Like all these weird things, or like there's a camera above the safe now that was never there before. Like all these things that start happening. And I remember my friend just being so distraught about like, she did not know what to do in order to protect her assets. Like she had no idea. And she was just at such a loss. So I love that you guys 
offer a hand in that or a solution for that possibly for some of these people that are going through that. Cause that's a, that, you know, just cheating alone is takes such an emotional toll, but especially when you have these really, really like long-term marriages and like both partners feel like they've participated a hundred percent into that marriage financially. And then all of a sudden somebody's capable of doing that. Like that's just a really hard you know, emotional toll that that's going to take alone. It's, you know, it, it really is such a cool service. So this is this is part. This should be part of the K and Associates Investigations Handbook. Like, if you get retained, <laughs> right? When they get retained, then they get this checklist. Start checking. Are you still on the deed to the house? Yeah. Have things changed in the bank account? They start going through and looking for these things. Yeah. And that, that's and why we we do things like this so we can inform the public ahead of time, and they may yeah. not even need me. Yeah, no, which that's again, really that, that's a testament to, to who you are as an individual, yeah. Andy, and in your company. Yeah. You know, not not just hey, retain me, yeah. and we'll bilk you for the next six weeks and, and find nothing out. Yeah. But here, here's a checklist of things to go investigate. If some of this stuff smells funny, or you see that things have changed, now we have a real, you know, procuring cause behind why we need to start doing a deeper dive. Yeah. Start digging that. Yeah, because everybody goes into a marriage. I mean, the goal is to go in with somebody that you trust, that's your partner, that you right. can share and trust your life to, you know? Right. And so you have a partner that is going along with that goal in mind. And then all of a sudden the rug gets ripped out from underneath him or her. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's both, um, pri- you know, primarily women have the issue, but it's both. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, not only are they brokenhearted and mm-hmm. weakened from that, but now they're semi-destitute and can't even fight from the high ground. So it's better to have, you know, all your bearings, know where you stand and be able to fight. Yeah, for sure. Wow. So Andy has, um, I'm so curious, has coronavirus slowed your business at all? Like, is it hard to cheat when you're basically trapped inside all the time? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, if it's not hard to cheat, it's harder to catch you cheating. Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's, uh. We haven't really slowed down because cheating, whereas it is a big thing that we do, we have such a large array of different cases what you're involved in that it really hasn't slowed us down that much. Um, That part may be a little bit, but even with the cheating, there's so many different phases of that that we're involved in. Um, I, I would say that we haven't really felt it too much. I guess people oh, will good. cheat whether they're worried about getting sick or not. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of uh, afflictions and illnesses that have come from cheating that nobody's strayed away from before. So Yeah, that's so true. Gosh, yeah. Coronavirus yeah. is just a blip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. And is, is, um, is the adultery aspect of your business, is that the core business? Or I'm assuming that you guys do other investigative services or, or whether it be corporate espionage or other things. Yeah, we are a full service investigations company. We do just about every type of investigation you can imagine. Um, I'm also a licensed engineering contractor. I'm a licensed building contractor. I'm a pilot. Oh my um, gosh! <laughs> and you know, wow. several. I'm involved in lots of different things. So, you know, construction related investigations anywhere in the world. If it's a construction failure or a large site accident. I, I'll end up, if they know who I am, I'll end up there. So that's a big part of some of the things I am involved in personally. Uh, a lot of asset verification on the corporate level, uh, making sure, you know, things are what they're supposed to be and mergers, things like that. So we do a lot of forensic accounting, um, forensic document research, all those kind of things. Um, digital forensics. So we're involved in uh, pretty much every type of investigation you can imagine. 
Wow. That's awesome. And I, but you know, what's interesting. Do you have to be like really rich to be able to like hire a private investigator? Good question, Gretchen. We want to know if the regular people can afford Andy. (laughs) Literally, because like I have some things that I might have you help me with, but like, I don't have a bajillion dollars to like (laughs) have you chase somebody and like figure something out. And just to clarify, she's not talking about me. Yes. Yes. I'm talking (laughs) about a stalker I had for many years, but yes. Of course she's not. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, obviously retainers can be tailored to our clients and it's, if we can find out what they need to know, we can keep it within their budget. I mean, sometimes we don't find it in, in what we're starting out with, but you know, we always tell, you know, we're always able to, we, I always set the retainers at a point where if we can't get there and know at least it's worth going after at that point, we're going to recommend we stop. Yeah, which I appreciate yeah, which that is too. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of small. Ca- I mean, a lot of our cases are just somebody looking for an old friend, or you know, somebody they're in the military with, an old girlfriend. I mean, we get a lot of older people calling us. It's like, hey, I dated this woman way back. Our families didn't like each other. My wife just died. I heard several years ago that her husband had passed on. I would love to see her. And, you know, we get right. those kind of cases. We, you know, if we find them, we make a call. It's like, hey, would you like to, you know, have this person, you know, have your address so they can contact you? And a lot of times, like, here, give them my phone number. Oh, <laughs> you know? Wow. So that's those so kind cool. of things, you know, those things are, you know, you're looking at a couple hundred bucks usually for something like that. So they go oh, pretty see? fast. I can afford yeah. that. Yes. There you go. No. <laughs> no, and I love this conversation, actually, because I think there's so many people that are out there that are struggling with situations like this, whether it is the audit, whether it's the cheating, you know, mm-hmm. finding a lost loved one or, or friend or family member, and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to be able to chat with you about all the different aspects of, the, of your company. Or somebody that's maybe possibly hiding assets because they owe somebody a lot of money from a judgment that they got from them because they were a stalker harasser. You mean like something yes, like Gretchen, that? Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> that I went um, to court for eight years and fought this jerk? Okay, so anyway, it, side note. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to know, okay, let's let's make this kind of fun. Okay. I want to know about some high-profile cases. Yeah. Can, can you share some information about any high-profile case, Andy? Uh, here's the, It's very difficult to do that without breaching confidentiality. Um, I, I can don't tell, want you I mean, to breach confidentiality, but I want you to breach confidentiality. No, yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, I have to protect my clients. Yeah, but you know, I was involved in. I, I can say this because it's a periphery. Um, you know, when Michael Jackson died and the doctor uh, Conrad uh, was, they were looking for him. I was involved in trying to hunt him down in, in California and Nevada oh, wow. uh, ahead of that, and. You know, there was parts of the O.J. Simpson thing I was involved in. Wow. Uh, there's tons of other high-profile clients that I can get into as far as, like, the marital stuff and things like that. But I can't think of how I would go through it right now without giving up who they are. Yeah. Well, well let's um, not disclose a particular name, but maybe just tell us a crazy story. Oh, a crazy story. Oh, my yeah. God. I got to think about where I start with that. I got 30 years of crazy stories. <laughs> I was story. just going to say, he probably well, has that, a lot of crazy stories. You know what? He'll be yeah. back to do a, a, a separate segment that we just call Andy's Crazy Stories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should probably set something like that up. That way I can prepare for which one and then go through and, uh, you know, edit and, and redact things. How yeah, that's that be? so true. Oh, and, my and God. And the whole series will be called To Catch a Cheater. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give one that's way, way back. And these people are so distanced from each other. I had a 
law firm in San Francisco that I'd been dealing with. It was one of the first ones I'd gotten. And I, everybody, I knew everybody in the law firm. And one of the clients there was a, a famous actress. And I'd gotten to know her pretty well because I was working on a big, bigger case that she had with a, some embezzlement that had happened in, in some of her things. Mm. And she ended up marrying a young lawyer there that I did not know very well. And then I guess about six months later, I get a call from her directly, which was unusually because it was always usually handled through the law firm. Yeah. And she told me that she suspected some things going on. She was quite a good businesswoman. I mean, she had a lot of business enterprises going on. And she said that she didn't trust her husband at the time because there was a lot of money missing mm -hmm. that she couldn't account for. Not that it was that she felt he stole it, but it was going places she wasn't seeing the result from, including a Porsche that had been bought that mm -hmm. wasn't showing up in any of their garages anywhere. And they had oh. several houses that, you know, so it was a lot of assets, you know, yeah. yeah. She, she looked around for that Porsche. Yeah. So she had me follow him and I ended up in New Zealand following this guy on the what? same no. flight as him. And he didn't know I was there. Wow. And I ended up getting there, and after three days in New Zealand, found out that he was the room he was in. There was another guy with him. Oh dear! And so she was completely shocked, and that uh, that ended that situation. Oh yeah. no. wait, so was the Porsche bought for the guy? Yes. Oh the crap! For the guy. We and by the time we got back, we knew I was able to identify who the man was. And by the time we had got back, she already had the Porsche back in her possession. All the keys changed on all the houses. It was, wow. she was done, done, done. <laughs> Full on like Ponzi scheme. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend like I'm, you know, yeah. a straight dude going after a wealthy, famous woman. Well, he could have been bisexual too. You never know. That's right. I should not be judging. No. Everyone's That's binary, right. Gretchen. And everyone's binary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's binary. <laughs> and you know what? You kind of have to look at that and it's, it's becoming more prevalent. Yeah. And there's, yeah. a, you know. And that's another thing that just, you know, there's a lot of guys out there, especially in some cultures that are out doing things with women that they don't want to do with their wife. And, you know, so that's the drive. It's not that I ever want to leave my wife. It's just I don't want so to. So, like, do that, but yeah. explain to me, do you understand, like, explain to me a little bit of the psychology behind that. Like, why? why? <laughs> like, why? Is it because they, is that like because they don't want to, they... Like, I think I think it's too taboo. So what that's happens what I'm is, wondering. even if it's not even just sexual, right? There may be other things within the culture where it's not permissible to engage in a certain way with another individual. No, but Andy's talking more about like on the sexual end of it, right? Like I'm not, I don't want to do like this sexual interesting act. I'm going to use the word interesting. Um, okay. With somebody like that I, that I look at and I think this is the mother of my child. This is sweet. But then maybe somebody over here is going to, you know, fulfill a sexual fantasy that I've always wanted to do, but I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it with my wife. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and, and a lot of the time the response from the wife is when they find this out is, I would have done well, that. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why didn't, didn't you, you at least try? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I do that. And they're like, yeah, and I don't know where it works out from there. You know, I'm out of yeah. the picture by that point. But yeah. But maybe, but what's interesting about that is maybe it's not even about the wife at that point. Maybe it is, like you said, it's more about the husband not wanting to view his wife in that 
place. Exactly. And so this is where it comes back to you guys and listen up listeners. This is where it comes back to what Slade and I, our foundation is on. We do not not share anything. Like we are so 100% open. We have such an open, honest relationship. We have the passcodes to each other's phones, to each other's computers, to this. There's nothing that we keep from each other. And even conversations like what we just talked about that might be tough conversations. Or too taboo in or general. Or too taboo. You talk about because that's a perfect example. What if like your whole marriage is wrecked and a family and your children, all these people are wrecked because one partner may have a sexual fantasy and the other partner is willing to do it, but the one partner is like, I don't really want to do that with you. And you know what I'm saying? Like there's just, there could potentially be resolve without this cheating and this crap going on behind the scenes. Um, if you just communicate and talk. Absolutely. And me and my fiance are in the exact same situation. I, her fingerprints are on my phone and vice versa. And Everything. I mean, yeah. everything's open. And yeah. we talk about absolutely everything, the same as you guys. And I think that's the way relationships would be. And then you don't end up with these situations where it's like, well, I mean, I didn't think you'd do that, you know? And so I right. went somewhere else to do that. And it's like, well, you right. idiot. Now yeah. I don't want, I can't trust you. So, exactly. you know. And you ruin marriages and you ruin children's lives over stuff like that. So to me, you know, honesty and trust is, is the number one thing. Um, Andy, tell us, has your investigations ever turned like up scary? Like has someone become unhinged or hurts their cheating spouse? Or have you ever seen something like that come from it? When cheating becomes violent. uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had people where, you know, you know, the guy gets served papers and he goes, you know, crazy on her. And, you know, then, then you have a stalker, you end up with restraining orders. We end up sometimes, I mean, so I have protective units and security. And so we do all those things when we have to, um, try to avoid them. I try to get good reads of, you know, all parties when I have a case like that. Um, sometimes attorneys get in and make things a little bit more than they need to immediately. So Always. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, I mean, and I work for tons of attorneys. I, I mean, most of the attorneys I work with more than once are, are great about those things. I, I recommend a lot of them to my clients. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sometimes we end up with people going off the rails. I mean, I've had guys in court, you know, threaten me and yeah, my, I was just you know, gonna say, my people has, sometimes. And, has your life ever been threatened or has, oh have you ever God, been yes. afraid for like <laughs> your life or it's your like family's day. life? Like, you know, you know how there's some of those crazy people out there that are like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt like a family member. Like, have you had to be concerned about that in your life? No, it's never gotten anything like that. Anything I I did, and you know, Thank I come God. like I said, I I worked undercover in drug enforcement for six years. Mm. So there's nothing, especially since I started in the private investigations, that's ever ever bothered me. That's um, you know, and obviously we're always looking for those things. And you know, any any new gadgets and toys we use, I use at my house. So yeah, you know. I, we're, we're pretty much ahead of those things. And yeah, I mean, I take precautions obviously because everybody should, whether you're a waitress or a gas station attendant or whoever you, you know, everybody should just know their surroundings all the time and pay attention because everybody's a potential target for some crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's part of the trade craft that people should probably pay attention to. And I'm assuming that now you've also taken some heat, uh, from, 
your clients who've hired you and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> excuse me, regret that they hired you because now they found out or because things have gotten a little more aggressive. And does anyone ever or come like back to you and say- Or like they don't want to actually believe what believe he's, what found, he's out. found out. Yeah. I mean, have people come back and said, oh my God, I regret actually hiring you now because now I know? No, because if we don't have evidence that I can prove to them, I don't go back with that. Um, if I don't have photographs, if there's not something, you know, they're going to get what I know. And it's like, yeah, he was with the woman. We didn't see them being affectionate. We have no photos or anything like that. So I don't know. They could be friends. That's what they're going to get. I'm not going to tell them, oh, he was with a woman, so he's cheating. I, that's not the way we go. I give them exactly what's out there. And I will tell you, I've had people call me and were recommended and come to find out they weren't recommended by a former client. They were recommended by the guys we caught. So, oh, oh that's, that's interesting. That's, that's super interesting. Yeah. That's a great calling card. These guys busted my ass. You should hire them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly, we had a woman not long ago and she told us that her boss recommended us. And I said, Oh, really? What's his name? She goes, Well, I can't really give you his name. And I said, Okay. Well, he recommended me, right? She goes, Yeah, but you caught him. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's hilarious. I mean, that's kind of cool that the, the, the cheater's actually like recommending you. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. That, that, that's when you know you're good. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I will also say that in, you know, in all the different types of cases where we've had civil cases where I've been put on a stand and the opposing lawyers have always hired me afterwards. Oh, wow. That's so That's cool. Fantastic. That's such a testament to you. Um, okay. I have a question for you. I've, I've heard the word honey trapper, uh, and maybe this is just like a made up Hollywood in the movie sort of thing, but um, <laughs> have thing. you ever had to like use what they call a honey trapper and, and does it actually work? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I got really? a couple of Got a couple of them going on right now. It's, Shut you know, I've, up. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, wait, you got to tell me all the details. Like, how does that work? Who, I will tell you right now, way, Gretchen is a freaking honey trapper. So I want to be, I'm like, can I be hired? Trapper, Gretchen will come do it for you. <laughs> like, no, but like legit for real. Like, how do you like find a job like that? Like, do you go to the like, Craigslist and be like, do you want to be a honey trapper? Like, I don't even understand <laughs> how you get that job. <laughs> yeah, because she's going to fill out an application. That's why she's asking. <laughs> yeah. It's, convince me. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, so Andy. Yeah, so I'm in my robe right now with a green mask on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, know, you know, I've got to tell you the funniest part about, uh, you know, because I've got some girls that work for us and they're they're all, you know, you know, they're all going to appeal to different people. And I've right. got someone that are beautiful that are going to appeal to everyone. Right. And they uh, mostly learn from me, but I got to tell you the funniest part is when the texting and sexting is going on, it's usually me talking to these guys. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and so I, I, I've got this, you know, great collection of dick pics that they send these girls that they think they're oh, dating or wanting to date. Oh my God. No. I die. Yeah. I die. Are you just like, really, if I see one more dick pic? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, that's not, you shouldn't send that. That's not <laughs> yeah. going to help you get anywhere. Oh you, know, you want that to not come out until they really love you. Um, oh my God. <laughs> so speaking of that, not to go like dark, but I'm curious, um, you, you haven't been involved in any, like, uh, have you been involved in any underage stuff? Like, has that ever become an issue? You know, it's, it's become an issue through, you know, ancillary investigation with, uh, you know, divorces and things like that where things have been found and comes up. I also do criminal defense work. So it comes mm -hmm. up sometimes then where we have, 
you know, criminal activity and it evolves into some of that. So if someone is hiring you to spy on their spouses, would you say that that relationship isn't healthy if they're like going that far to have to hire you? I mean, you told us the one really good story. So like every now and again, that's obviously there. But like if somebody gets to that point, would you say that like that relationship is like doomed or it's unhealthy? No, Um, because people doubt themselves and Mm. so they're going to doubt other people Mm. and you can't, you know, it, you know, you can't hold, I mean, the relationships can be decades long. So you don't want to have a, just a suspicion become what ends it. So no, I don't think they're doomed. I mean, is there going to be issues that need to be worked through? Sure. But hopefully they, if they don't amount to actual cheating or any kind of transgressions in those ways, then it's fixable. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's good to know. Um, and then I assume a lot of people use use this for like divorce settlement purposes, like fighting a prenup and stuff. Do you, do you, have you felt that that, like if you're going after somebody, like has that really helped like in a prenup situation? It depends on what the prenup is. Sometimes, I yeah. mean, sometimes cheating is written into the prenup. You can't leave. If I cheat, it's okay, you know? So, oh my God, wait, what? They actually put those words in there? Well, it's okay? It's not, that's not verbatim, but yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, wow, that's that brazen. doesn't give you any additional rights to any of my money if I go out and cheat on you. Yeah. Wow. Because well, adultery actually is not illegal. I know, no, but like, not. do you do you feel as if that might be a big red flag if like you're marrying somebody and they actually write in the prenup, if I cheat on your ass, you don't get anything? <laughs> like, I don't know. I would think that would be a big red flag. Yeah, well, and here's the thing is – People say, oh, well, it doesn't matter if you cheated. It doesn't mean anything in court because cheating's not illegal. But judges are human. And if they think that, you know, hey, the person that was supposed to be able to trust you couldn't trust you, why should I trust you? I mean, that's just going to be one of the things. You lied to them, you're going to lie to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, and I also think, like, too, when I I would hope that maybe judges looking at the – family situation and seeing if there's children involved and all that, that, you know, that there's some empathy in, in situations like that. So. Yeah. Judges in family court, I mean, the, you know, they try to stay with the law as tight as they can, but ultimately it comes down to what is the best interest of the child and that's where they go. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, emotion comes into play there. So all those things matter, whether they're admissible or not in court or whether they're supposed to have any weight, they're still have weight when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Andy, is there anything that I didn't ask you? Because like, is there something else that you like? No, there's millions of things you didn't ask me. I know. (laughs) Good point. Good point. But meaning just like it, you know, not the, the the juicy, juicy details, but like just the generalized thing of like anything else you want to share with our listeners about what you do or like signs or anything like that. The biggest thing is if you notice people being away more, they're, if, if patterns change that were constant for a long time, if you, you know, there's less emotion, that's one thing to look at. Uh, just pay attention to, you know, not paying attention is probably what got you in the position in the first place. So pay yeah. attention. Yeah, that's so true. 
Such a good point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Andy, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show with us today. Um, I can't wait for us to go to dinner. Because <laughs> ah, we're, we're definitely we're definitely gonna hang out. For well, we're gonna go to dinner, and I'm gonna share my stories with him about yeah. some of the, the the ways I've entrapped people. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it was really funny. I just, I really got it. I got it. Can I just share the one story and get his opinion on it? Andy, do you have time for one of my stories? I do. Go. Okay. Okay. So. I found out, okay, so I worked at, this was in college. I worked at a restaurant and I walked in, or this girl walked in one night and she was talking about this guy that she was dating, da, da, da. Long story short, we ended up finding out that we're dating the same guy, right? And this was a guy I've been with now for like a year and a half. So I like, he was my legit boyfriend, right? This wasn't like, oh, we were just starting just to hang out. a couple times. It was like, he was my boyfriend and she was obviously seeing him too. And I didn't know this. And I was like, this little Shithead, you know, like I was just like, I could use much bigger words, but I was like, okay, so, um, that, and that night we were supposed to be celebrating our anniversary when I found this out. And so I literally am on my way home and my boyfriend at the time, I probably shouldn't use his name, was going to meet me at the house. And so I literally call my college girlfriends and I go, get out the video camera. Do not ask me any questions, but just film every single thing that you see when I get home. They're like, okay, done. And so hang up the phone because I had like three seconds to like even talk to them. And I drive home and here's my boyfriend and we come walking up onto the porch and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, we're celebrating our, you know, one year anniversary, however, however long it had been. And I do this whole like big thing and I'm like kissing and hugging on him and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get like married and I love you. And like just and the, this. the girls are filming all this. And the girls are filming. They're like, oh my God, you guys are so cute together. La, la, la. So we go out to dinner, whatever. I do my whole thing. I just, I played the whole role. I was a good honey potter trapper person. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like do this whole thing. So then I call the girl and I'm like, okay, when's the next time that you're going to go out with so-and-so? And she was like, okay, this is the day. Like he's coming over my house. We're going to have movie night. And I'm like, movie night. Perfect. And so I go, he's going to have a very exciting movie night. So I set up cameras up above her TV in her um, apartment. And of course, I pop the videotape in of me and this guy. From celebrating your anniversary. Celebrating week, our anniversary from like a few days prior. And I have it in there. And all of my girlfriends and I go over to the house and we hide in the rooms, in the closet, in the bathroom, in the laundry room. We're all hiding. And I was just like, look, I'm not going to let this guy like get away with this. Like he's not going to get away with this. So I'm going to have it on camera. I'm going to have his reaction on camera. I'm going to catch him like red handedly. Yeah. And so the girl was totally in on it with me. And she walks in and, and he's like, oh, hey, baby. Hey, baby. I love you, baby. And they're kissing. And it's like all on camera. And I'm like just sitting there in the closet, like my blood's boiling, right? I'm just like, come on, come on. And so they sit down on the couch and she's like, okay, you know, um, I'm really excited. Like movie night, whatever. And she puts the tape in and it starts playing him, me and him from earlier in the day. And he's like, what's this, baby? Baby, what's this? And all of us girls all at once pop out of the closets, pop out of this. And I was like, really? And he's like, 
baby, you just don't understand. And I'm like, I don't understand. I mean, it was so funny because it was totally caught on camera. Gretchen. I still have the tape like in my vault, by the way, just for evidence yeah. purposes. She's still like, you do understand, day. you little Vienna sausage eater. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God. He was like literally traumatized. Like he could not believe that I set up the sting operation and like busted him <laughs> so hardcore. <laughs> that is so elaborate. That, I right? love it. Yeah, right? Andy, that right there, that was Gretchen's uh, application. And so, and yeah. so my, point being is that I'm a, I'm a good honey trapper B. And then what was so cool is our house, um, our address was 1808. And so it became known around school that you mess with 1808 and we'll mess, we'll mess with your fate. <laughs> that was like our saying of our house. I mean, it was so funny. So anyways, oh, that was a really fun story from college. And that was just one of them. I have a couple of them. So Andy, tell us where people can find you on social media or the best way to get in touch with you if they want to use your services. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're K and associates.com is probably the best place. You know, K A Y A N D associates all spelled out.com. What's your handle on social medias? Um, on Instagram, it's K A investigates. And on Twitter, it's associates K. Got okay. it. Okay, awesome. Well, well, Andy, we can't say thank you enough for coming and joining and giving us so many juicy details and scoops and all the fun stuff yeah. that you do. We are we are definitely hanging out because we have more to talk to you about. Yeah, so for sure. Right. I'm, we'll I'm be looking out. forward to it, you guys. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. All right, Andy, we'll have a great rest of your day. And thanks again for joining us. You too, guys. Have a Ladies good day. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Kay. Woo! Babe, how fun was that with Andy? Like, he's such a cool cat. I just want to hang out with him. I know. I know. He really is. Um, I think it's really cool that he said, like, look, like, you don't have to be a bajillionaire in order to, like, you know, have us help you. I like that because sometimes things like that seem unattainable for, like, just the average person. They're like, oh, I could never afford a, a private investigator or whatever. Right. So that was cool. I like that part. But um, – Let's I want to. I want to hear from you. Actually, give me give me a few rules to live by that you think people should consider uh, in their relationship. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason those rules seem to fail or don't really go forward, well then then we know it's time to call Andy. <laughs> I mean, well, you're the psychologist here, so like, what would you suggest to people out there that they should consider I'm the doing? <laughs> I'm the psychologist. I get psychoanalyzed all the time. Admit it. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I'm obviously not the know all of everything. I just know what works for us. And we touched on it a little bit earlier, but first and foremost, like communicate. Like, I think that one of the number one keys to a healthy, awesome relationship is that you can truly be a hundred percent. And I'm talking a hundred and twenty percent honest with your partner. What I'm concerned about and what I have seen for so many years, so many marriages and so many things fall apart because they weren't able to be honest with the other partner. Yeah, they weren't communicating. They weren't communicating and then their needs weren't being met and then they went outside the marriage and then it ruined families. So I just said, look, the rule is, is that we're never going to get to that point. We're always going to be so open and honest that that we never feel afraid to say what our needs are, if our needs aren't being met or whatever, whether it's sexually, emotionally, whatever it is, it right. doesn't have to be just a sexual thing. And so- I How do you feel now? I like totally have changed my mind. Like if you even look or breathe in a woman's direction, I will <laughs> cut your penis off. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but tell everyone why you had this thought process. Because before me, you yeah. always had backups. 
<laughs> Very true. No, you know what's interesting? I think that I uh, that was a little bit like of a protective mechanism in this. But for me, my personal life, because I had been cheated on before and I had men that were unscrupulous and men that um, weren't honest and all of those things. So it was a little bit of a protective mechanism, but still the principle behind it to this day is, is still what I value. And yes, do Slade and I agree that like, probably in our lives, we're not going to have like other sexual partners involved in all that stuff. Like I feel like yeah, it's not our jam. Yeah. It's not our jam. And, and we don't, whatever, if people choose to do that, that's totally like, we respect that. It's just not our jam for us. And again, who knows 20 years from now, maybe we'll be different, but that's my point is it's, it's about knowing that you are so in love and so able to share that with your partner and talk about it. Like I said it at the very beginning, I want to be able, Slade's my best friend. And I, sh- and if someone's your best friend, you should be able to tell them anything and everything. I can go to sleep every night and not feel anxious about anything in that relationship. And it's the most secure, amazing feeling. And beyond that, being in the public eye, you have crazy people tell you stories. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times someone's like, I saw Slade tonight in a club. And he's like laying right next to me. And I'm like, really? Because he hasn't <laughs> left the house tonight. But people that will- That happened a lot, A lot way, when we were on Housewives. Slade is, Slade is at this restaurant right now making out with my girlfriend yeah. in the back, back cube. And we're like, uh, we're in Utah. Yeah, we're yeah. like, liar. <laughs> so we that's happened a lot. And so if you don't have like a strong foundation and you know if you can be easily skewed by like, you know, people telling you things or- you, you know, your mind going wild, then those things are going to happen. So that's one of my number one things. What's one thing you would say, Ben? Well, I mean, you talk a lot too about compromise. Mm-hmm. I think that, that I learned a long time ago, um, and it, the lesson really came from, you know, seeing a relationship where there was no compromise that I wanted to compromise. Mm-hmm. So I always have a belief that I need to put my partner's needs first. Mm-hmm. And if I do so, the natural reaction there is that my partner wants to do the same thing for me. Totally. And and so we fall into this place of when I put your needs first, when I consider your thoughts and emotions over mine, mm-hmm. and I'm selfless, right, in the relationship, everything falls into place because the respect, the love, sure. each person wanting to care for the other in a way that, you know, supersedes their own particular wants or needs yeah. creates that security. For it sure. creates a really, really cool environment for us to exist in. For sure. And I and another way of saying that is that. Um, you know, you just, the, the number one rule that Slade and I live by, and people ask us this all the time, you guys have been together 11 years, you're a couple that was, you know, in Hollywood, you were so scrutinized by, you know, the people on the show and this and that, how do you guys keep it? How do you guys keep it, your relationship so strong and so in love and all this? And it's like the number one thing is that we always put our partner's needs first. And when you do that, when you wake up with that intention, Everything else kind of just naturally falls into place because people are like, oh, is it respect? Is it love? Is it loyalty? And it's like, no, it's that you put your your partner's needs first and all those things that you would think are like the main things that make a relationship work fall into place. The respect, the loyalty, the trust, the communication, all those things naturally fall into place because when you are putting your partner's needs first, let's say you're in a situation where you're tempted. If you're thinking of your partner's needs first and their emotional well-being, you're going to choose not to continue in that, you know, temptation situation or, and that's, that's what leads back to the loyalty that leads back to keeping the respect in the relationship. That's what leads back to the trust. So 
That's what we always say to people is like when they ask us that, that's like our number one answer. I want to encourage everybody to to try to be patient, focus, put your put your partner's needs first and commit to that because it will be a bit uncomfortable at first. Yeah. The benefits of doing that work up front are incredible. It'll give your relationship an entire new foundation for success in the future. Well, and it takes two. So it's, it's, you have to be the smart picker, you know, too. You have to be able to know that the person that you are choosing to be with is capable of all those things that is of a priority to you as well. So yeah, it's so true. And if you try all of those things and none of it works, call Andy. Call Andy K. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So what's our question of the day? I think we just kind of did it in a roundabout way. I think it's like, look, just challenge yourself to think about like, what's your priority in a relationship and what- And commit to it. Yeah. What you're willing to compromise, um, how, you know, how deep you're willing to communicate and be honest with somebody and, you know, commit to that and commit also to finding that partner in your life. And that truly is just having- you know, self-integrity for yourself. Like these are the things that are important. So I'm going to commit to finding that same partner in my life. So, so everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. We want you to subscribe, please download, please listen to uh, not too taboo. Listen today. There's a bunch of amazing episodes that are out there. There's some amazing episodes to come with Ah, some incredible guests. Yeah. So uh, you can find Gretchen at, at Gretchen Rossi. Yeah. You can find me at Slade Smiley official. Uh huh. And you guys DM us and send us, um, you know, messages to let us know if you enjoyed this show or any other show. Always leave a review. Be honest, but I know it's going to be five stars anyways. Um, so anyways, <laughs> have a great day, you guys. We love you, and we will talk with you soon. 